Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mikey and turn Ned Reynolds in the studio on a Tuesday morning. So now we know who the top-rated college basketball teams after one week of actual action on the court. That's where it's proven and who's proven to be the top dog in the country. Well, for the first week, week and a half, it's Kansas as far as the men are concerned and as far as the ladies are concerned, South Carolina. And that's, they deserve to be there. But those teams are probably going to suffer some losses somewhere along the line. So things will be very volatile probably for the first half of the season, and then it will settle down into the top rankings. But the fact of the matter remains, Mike, it doesn't make any difference because it's all decided on the court. That is the key. Now, in the men's division, Drake from the Missouri Valley Conference did receive some votes. Arkansas got ranked number 14 in America. That's for the men. And as far as the ladies are concerned, no teams from the Missouri Valley were mentioned, not even any in the points. So... It takes the Valley some work to do, but uh, we'll see what happened in the ladies' division. But Kansas and South Carolina, they're the top two teams. Speaking of college sports, we were talking a little bit yesterday about the Missouri State soccer team mm-hmm. possibly getting into the NCAA tournament. Did that come to fruition? They did. They are in the NCAA tournament, and they found out their first-round opponent. They, they didn't draw a bye from the first round. But that doesn't matter. They're in the tournament, and they will play Omaha which used to be called Nebraska-Omaha, but it's now just the city. Most of the teams in that summit conference have dropped the state name and just stayed with the city, like the UMKC. Okay. It's not UM anymore. It's just Kansas City. <laughs> I'm still calling them UMKC. So when did that, when did so that happen? So everybody else. Okay. Last Thanks year. for letting me know about it. I'm, I've been calling it you. I didn't even know that was a thing. Well, I did for a while, but then they said no. <laughs> Thanks that, for letting us know then. Uh, it is Omaha that they'll play, the Omaha Mavericks, and they'll play here in town on Thursday night at 6.30 over at the Allison Sports Complex, the soccer complex, which is very, very nice, very comfortable. You'll have a good time. This is the second time this year that the Bears have played Omaha. The first time was back in early October, and Omaha lost down here 2-1. to one. They're a pretty good team, but their record's 8-7, and seven, and I'm told by the pundits that the Bears should win this one and should win it. With um, not a whole lot of effort now, don't get me wrong, they'll go out and they'll play 100% every time. But Omaha's not the strongest team that they will face. So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll uh, promo that one with a lot of good luck involved. Last but not least, we've been discussing the fate of the Oakland A's, whether or not they're going to stay in Oakland for a couple of years until that stadium's ready in Las Vegas, if they're going to go north, if they're going to go south, or maybe they're just going to go to Las Vegas and play in a smaller ballpark in the meantime. What do you think? Well, they are all options, as a matter of fact, but the vote coming up today from the major league owners and is expected to be unanimously approved is for the team to move to Las Vegas. Now, whether or not that other question is going to be addressed, I'm sure it'll be addressed, but will it be resolved? And you're right, the A's will have, when that approval comes, the franchise can move right now. And they can play in Las Vegas next year. But where would they play? There is a AAA ballpark in Las Vegas. That's a minor league affiliate. And it's a minor league affiliate of the San Diego Padres. So what they could do is make that ballpark expand it with some portable seats and get it up to about twenty-nine or 30000 somewhere around there and play there. That, that's a possibility. They could, cho- could choose another city. Could be Portland, Oregon, or San Antonio, Texas, or someplace like that as a, kind of a interim spot for them. But would they be accepted there? Probably. They could go back to Oakland, but I don't think the folks in Oakland would approve of that at all. So 
I'm thinking they're going to play in Nevada somewhere. That is a guess. Probably find out today sometime. So who are the uh, of the AA affiliate of the A's? The AA affiliate? Yeah. The Midland Rockhounds in the Texas League. So that's what I was thinking. Maybe that's an option. Maybe they go down to one of their Midland, lower... Midland Odessa? Not hardly. I mean, I don't <laughs> no, know. No, never... You have to understand that. You've got to have airport facilities and Very you have true. to have places for major league teams to stay. And that's How cool not... for a little town like that to have Midland that, Odessa? Oh, my no. God. They would lose their mind. I know last night Ned was finally able to open up Shea Ned at the Great Southern <laughs> Bank Arena, his home away from home. During the winter months for Missouri State basketball, how was the game? Good game. Missouri State won at 84-69 over Norrell Robertson. Has some very good athletes, but they aren't together. Their game plan was a little fragmented, and the Bears' defense just took them completely, took Oral Roberts, that is, completely out of system and out of uh, sync, so to speak. And they shot only 39% from the field, and the Bears win it with a very good shooting percentage, 47%. That's one thing this Missouri State team can do. When they're on, they're tough to stop. They have a very good perimeter shooting team underneath. They can horse with a lot of these teams. Bears are not not small by any stretch of the imagination. They have good, solid core of frontline players and are playing very well, defense especially. 84-69, the Bears got the win. Alston Mason, who's a transfer from Oklahoma, got 28 points for the Bears. That's a career high. But one down note, and I don't know what the serious nature of the injuries are, but the Bears did lose chance more early in the ball game. It looked like an ankle injury perhaps. And then late in the ball game, their veteran Donovan Clay limped off the court with some kind of a leg injury. Do not know the severity. We'll find that out later on. Hopefully he's okay. It's a long season. You don't want to lose that guy Mm-mm. this early. Missouri State weren't the only basketball team that played yesterday, though. What about the other colleges? No, Mizzou played. They got back on the winning track, knocked off Southern Illinois Edwardsville 68-50. SIUE is a Division I program. Arkansas, ranked 14th in America, played a very good Old Dominion team. Old Dominion came in on a winning streak. Arkansas beat him 86-77 down in Fayetteville. Your guys, K-State, came up with a big win over a good South Dakota State team. 91-68 was the final in that one. Kansas State over South Dakota State. And we'll throw this one in for what it's worth. The Bears go down to the Virgin Islands to play in their, their next game this Friday. This is called the Paradise Jam. It's a tournament. Each team will play three games. The Bears' first-round opponent will be Florida Gulf Coast. Florida Gulf Coast is in Fort Myers. They are D1, and they've had great success in the NCAA tournament in the past. Last night, they played Pittsburgh, up in Pittsburgh, and gave the Pitt Panthers a pretty good little battle. The final was Pittsburgh, the winner in that one, by a score of 86-74 to over Florida Gulf Coast. Florida Gulf Coast is good, folks, and they'll give the Bears a good tussle. And then uh, uh, Purdue, which is one of the top teams in America, played Xavier last night, and Purdue won that one 83-71. Last but not least, this is that time of the year where Major League Baseball is obviously trading players, but they're also giving out awards. Mm -hmm. First one happens tonight. It is. These are the Rookies of the Year in the National League and the American League, and they're called the Jackie Robinson Rookies of the Year because he was the first Rookie of the Year ever in Major League Baseball. They didn't give out that prize until the late 1940s, 1947, when Jackie Robinson broke in. So they'll give out the two of the American League and National League award coming up tonight. National League will probably be Corbin Carroll from the Arizona Diamondbacks. He looks like a sure choice for it. And the other was probably going to be Gunnar Henderson of the uh, Baltimore Orioles, who had a terrific year. There are some other contestants for that, but I'm thinking that's who they'll be. Well, we got a lot left to give out. Ned, you have a wonderful Tuesday, and I'll see you tomorrow.